Welcome back to Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in the homebrew world of Kalandos, which is made by me and my amazing players around the table. Me being Carla Harris and the amazing players around the table are, starting from my left... Guten Tag. Guten I'm, <laughs> I'm Nicole and I play Darby. Hi, I'm Kurt and I play Rain. I'm Wednesday and I play Zantelarian. And I'm Kirsten and I play Oreo. And... Since this is season two, I make it sound like we didn't do this in season one, but we're going to do a recap by one of the characters in case you haven't listened to last week's episode. If you would like to do so, which is strongly recommended, please go and have a listen and we will wait. If not, previously on Dum Dum Die, we have... Oriel to explain what happened. So last episode we were running away from the temple and then we ran back to the temple and we picked up rings and discussed taking off material and then putting it back on and the warehouse was on fire where we met the scene halflings before and then we met this really dodgy bard called Deboris who then said there was a third material and was trying to show us this third material and we got led to the warehouse and we found out that Debaris had actually set the fire. Did our characters find that out? I feel at the table it was understood. <laughs> no, no, I think that's... <laughs> no, okay. That didn't happen. Scratch Bar- that. Debaris might have started the fire, assumedly. <laughs> Assumptions. Um, and... Then he cast a minor illusion, and then it, it looked like there was a third material, but there wasn't. And then Xantelarian had just had enough of life, and then he decided to throw me over his shoulder and just walk away. I mean, that legitimately is exactly what happened. Very good recap, yeah, except, for the, except for the meta part, which is a great recap, but <laughs> except Oriel doesn't know that. But if you'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth, per se, go back to last week's episode. But if not, we ended last week's episode rolling for initiative as Darby wanted to cast Firebolt at Deboris because Darby had obviously had enough. It's been a very stressful day. And assumedly, that is why he cast Firebolt. Firebolt. Although, who can say why Darby cast Firebolt (laughs) except for Darby? Meh. (laughs) <laughs> so everyone had rolled for initiative. At this point, you see everyone sees coming towards you a a, a, a contingent of human, what appears to be gods. They all seem dressed in the same kind of livery. Uh, livery? Livery? Mm, it livery? is livery. Livery. Ooh, look at me using my word of the day. That yeah, I'm yeah. Li- like... I don't have a word of the day calendar. Cause if I really? Because I did suspect you did because you throw some words around that I'm like, what is that even? It's magical. It's because I, I read. I read a lot, which means I also say it incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't think that word means what you think that means. Good to the only ones with a blank expression on that's when you're just like, okay, from the rest of the sentence, I think it means that. That's how I figured it out in books. Context. They all march uh, towards you guys, and you can see behind them is some halflings very, very clearly pointing at you guys. And they all march towards you, and they all surround you. You probably get each um, each of you is surrounded by two people. Zant and Oriel, because you are 
two people in the space of one body because Oriole's on your shoulder. You have four of the livery liveried gods. Around, look at what <laughs> liveried gods around you, and once they've all surrounded you and they're standing on either side of you, one of the gods pull pushes down your hands, Darby, and he looks at you and he says, "I wouldn't do that." And then they all say, the Lord of this land would love to see you. And then they start marching you away from the warehouse. As you, as the bard waves his hand at you and immediately starts writing down something in his book. How rude. You are out of initiative and you are being not forcefully marched but not not unforcefully marched so they're basically surrounding you and marching forwards and if you were to not march they would trample you and if you were to turn back they would push you forward aggressively escorted aggressively well it's not really is it, i mean it is their, just their day jobs you don't know their lives <laughs> medium <laughs> fast <laughs> you know just just casual aggression just uh, that that i'm paid for this I'm kind of aggression i'm okay. paid yeah. paid aggression mm. um as you are getting marched away from the wharf and away from the warehouse which has been put out but past the brothel and sort of into the middle of town um, as you start marching towards that, you also see the some of the halflings from the scene, and they all wave to you as well as you pass, smiling. Oriel waves back. They they laugh when you wave back, and they wave back again. Okay, smiling. Rain looks at them and does the like I'm gonna cut you sign. <laughs> <laughs> she like narrows her eyes and like glides her index finger across her throat. Um, at that, the guard next to you looks at you and looks at them and he, and he gestures to you like, do you mean me? I'm like, the, I'm, with the cut you saw. Not you, dumbass. And then he's like, <laughs> and, and, he, and he nods and he's like, and you can see in his mind, he's like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. <laughs> uh, as you make that signal to the, to the hovelings, they laugh even more. Only your sleeves can't. Yeah. To communicate with the halflings or whoever's looking. Okay. I want to ask them in thieves' cant. We'll signal to them whether or not the Lord has a, a daughter or two or three, you know. Um, you, you ask that. It appears one of them who was sitting in the front, um, sitting on a barrel um, further up in town that you pass, uh, you signal to him and he laughs even harder and then he signals back to you and he says, where are you going? It won't matter. Oh, I just... Darby's just gonna emit like smoke from his fingers. The the um the liveried guard next to you looks at you and and coughs <clears throat> and then Darby coughs coughs as well. He's like <clears throat> <laughs> and then the guard coughs and is <clears throat> smoking is not permitted. And then Darby <laughs> coughs and he's like <clears throat> I'm going to firebolt you. Oh, and God. that both your Dummy. guards who are escorting you and the one behind you, you feel a, a sharp point in the in in your back, as well as you think definitely one from the opposite side of the guard you're talking to. And the guard that you were talking to um, pulls out his his uh, knife and he says, "Try it, and you'll die in the street." 
we're just taking you for a chat. And I don't get paid enough to kill you. Darby's like, don't get your panties in a twist. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to... What are they? Halflings. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to... What are they? Halflings? That's why he was emitting the smoke to show them because he obviously... He must have seen um, the reactions. This is so weird, guys. He must have seen the reactions um, from them when Rain and Oriole... Or when Rain and Wind and Wednesday and Zantelarian were speaking to them, right? Yeah, so you, you've yeah. seen the halflings as you are yeah. going through the town. So he basically tells um, one of the guards, he's like, I was actually showing them. But if you want to get your panties in a twist, then we can fight. Well, I mean... Darby, please, not again. <laughs> Every time. Well, I mean, we could fight, but the Lord does want to see you, so... Okay, save me a fight for afterwards. Okay. Oh, and I thought I was going to have to convince him that the Lord is good looking <laughs> and it could be future boyfriend material. <laughs> so you basically get marched through the town. As you do, you see the halflings smiling and pointing, mm-hmm. as well as you see townsfolk who who look at you guys and look at the gods um, m- marching you. And they they look for a moment and then they look away quite quickly. I'm going to smile and wave. You do so, but people only see it for a moment because as soon as they see the guards, they sort of um, avert their uh, their gaze. You Do, does Oriel know, like the gnomes are terrified of giant pigeons, does she know what halflings would be terrified of? I mean, you can roll knowledge history, I guess. Okay. No, she doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, halflings, they're, they're small, so assumedly anything big. I mean, they should be flipping afraid of you. You're way taller than them. Like, you could squash them. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, not with a four. Well, who can say? <laughs> um, so you get marched into um, a courtyard, and in the courtyard there's some topiaries and... Um, a little fountain. It's, it's actually quite an exquisite courtyard. And you get marched through the courtyard into a, a main foyer. And in the foyer is a giant staircase leading up to the second floor. And it appears there's a, a large painting at the top of the landing. And on the large painting is a picture of a, a human male as well as what appears to be a elf female and a half elf child um unsure what what gender uh because the child's probably looks about eight and they are in that very uh generic family portrait kind of pose with the father sitting on the chair and the the elven woman behind him and the child in front and across the landing you can see there's some uh plinths holding some artwork or items of value and you get escorted into a room on the left of uh, as you came into the foyer onto the left it appears to be a dining room and sitting at the head of a very long table which uh, all the guards place you down at Mm. seats at this table and then take a step back but are still within basically sword and knife's reach of you 
um, there is that same human male, um, probably aged, you'd guess. he He's older than the painting, but not by much. Have I had an opportunity to put oil down? Oh, the gods remove oil from, from you and place her in a chair. <laughs> it's like remove from shoulder, place in chair. Does oil ever walk anymore? I don't know, oil. <laughs> like I feel, you know, you know what? If you don't want to start walking soon, I'm going to remove head points because your, your body is like your muscle mass is low. <laughs> Need that jazzercise. <laughs> jazzercise. And there's silence and he steeples his fingers and he leans on the table and he looks at you. Can, sorry, can Oral lean forward and see if he looks like the mistress? Like if, the mistress came from him. Oh, if, if there's a family <laughs> resemblance. Yes. Yeah. I mean, role perception? Uh, 19? Not at all. I mean... Oh, uh, Okay. I just even see, from the I just painting, see elf and human and generic child and yeah, even from the painting, even of the other woman, you wouldn't imagine that it would be her. Oh, okay. Also, especially because if you guesstimate what the mistress's age is, he probably wouldn't have been alive oh, okay. to be. Yeah, so her, she's older than him. Yeah. Okay. Is there food on the table? No, there's no food on the table. The table's uh, bare except for. Where he's sitting, he has a goblet of, of assumedly wine. And there is a chandelier hanging from the ceiling, but the ceiling is a vaulted ceiling. Assumedly, it actually covers up to the second floor. Um, and there is a balcony, an interior balcony from the second floor, which looks down on it. Uh, around the room are some some paintings of, of ships, of... Uh, it, um, Hunting so, kills. Yeah, so uh, it's most of the paintings appear to be to be of ships or of people doing trade and those kind of things, and uh, around the sides are there's a, probably a door behind him, and there's the door you came through, and assumingly in such a large um, dining room in such a large place, there would also be a place for servants, a, a hidden servant door as well. Good day, my lord. To what do we owe this exclusive invitation? And then he looks around at the table and he looks at each of you and he says, so that is what you are going with. Okay. I invite you because you ruined my town, yes? Um, is there any evidence that we actively were involved in ruining your town? <laughs> that is good joke. You mean burning building, not enough. Okay, I like Actually, you. Actually, we weren't even at the building at the time that the fire started. We were at the temple. Henceforth, I suspect you because not that burning building when everyone in town is going to put out fire. So it makes me think, hmm, maybe you put out fi start fire. Also, shh, <laughs> what makes me think you start fire is fact that very well-known business people in town Tell me you start fire. Yes? No. We did not start the fire. How could we have started the fire when we were at the temple? We were at the temple when the fire started. All of us were. And then I was rushing to save the people from the fire after that. And you can ask my good friend at the temple whether or not I was actually part of the group that went to put the fire out. And we were attacked by goddamn halflings. Look... I'm not saying 
that you started fire. I'm saying other people say you start fire, and I trust other people. Weirdly, who also happen to be halflings, so I watch what you say, yes? Also, fact is, even though you say you not start fire, that one, smoking the whole way here, yes? I don't she smoke. Can, he, he, sorry. <laughs> he can start fire from who knows how far. So all I'm saying is, you come to town, no one's seen you before, no one's heard of you before, you appear in temple, you set fire, asking very, very dodgy questions, okay? And now I need you to rebuild, yes? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. hang on. I had a conversation with those halflings when I got to the scene to find the fire. And we established that that one halfling and his wife were actually busy getting jiggy in the room and they started the fire. There was no denial there. Okay. There is only one way this is going to end. You do favor for me. I forget you ruined my town. We'll live happily ever after, yes? You do not do favor for me. I live happily ever after. You guys, not so much. I can listen to you all day. <laughs> Is this guy like he, really like, looking? He blatantly <laughs> turns away from Oriel. Is is he like relatively good looking? He is a very good looking man. He's got. David's uh, <laughs> <Tommy's just> like, <laughs> yes, please. He's he's got uh, black hair, mm. and he uh, it probably falls to about his chin. And he, you can see he does work out and he's dressed in very, very fine clothing. Yes, hunting. And yes. He, <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> and he's got um, just that inch of five o'clock shadow oh. around his face. Darby's in love. Um, <laughs> Rain can't even handle the truth. <laughs> oh and his eyes appear to be a, a, a gray blue. Okay. Darby sold. Dobby is in love, guys. You guys are just a bunch of perverts. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> guys, please look at who's talking. <laughs> he, he's I an mean, appreciator, not a perv. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't trying to suss out family lineages before, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So he, he drinks his wine while he's waiting to hear something from you guys. Okay. So um, say we hear this favor out. And depending on if it's favorable to us, we might indulge it. Darby leans over the table and he tries to like squish his his man pigs <laughs> together. And he's like, we're listening. And then he winks at him. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, because you guys are on the side and this man is on the on the like the end. I don't think it has as much, like the effect is slightly thrown off by the fact that you're not directly in front of him. But I mean, I think he looks at you and you can see he registers what what you think you're doing. <laughs> he he finishes off, he like clicks his, his, his fingers and then like some fire comes out. As like, soon as you wait, do that like, to the god. He's like, you can light my fire any day. <laughs> As soon as you, as soon as the smoke begins to emit from your fingers, you hear all the gods' swords go shwing, and then when they hear that, you hear the the the, the um, swords return to their sheaths, but some of them don't like. Most of them go shwing, 
back in, but like a couple go because <laughs> you can feel that the guard is laughing, but not laughing out loud. So they're struggling to slide their, their sword directly into the sheet. Can Oriel ray of frost his fingers that clicked? <laughs> as soon as you do that, I mean you can. As soon as you do that, everyone draws their swords once again. But it's like it's like. She's doing that thing to do this pickup line, and then like her fingers just turn to ice, and then like the smoke goes away. Yes, that one hundred percent happened. As the <laughs> gods go, she, she, she. He finishes his sip of um, wine, and he says, "Perhaps you." Um, and he looks at all his gods, and he says, "Perhaps you." How you say? Uh, you leave swords out because it looks like they're confused. Yes? Okay. Safety first. Wait, is he telling all the guards to just keep their swords out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to uh, relax even more into this amazing chair. Just, you know, I'm It is chilled. a very comfortable chair. I'm super chilled. Oriel just leans forward and cups her, her hands, her head in her hands, and she's like, please keep going. Darby does the same. <laughs> but he watches... <laughs> Because he's bending over the table, so he arches his back even more, and he like really squishes <laughs> so his he, man He's pecs. flexing, flexing. Them, he's flexing whatever heavy. he's got to flex. Yeah, he's flexing heavy, guys. Good job. And <laughs> Serene asked, "What is favorite?" Well, I am businessman. Is how I become a caretaker of town. I. As you can see, I like business, and he points to all the paintings. They're very clearly, obviously, all involved in a transaction of some kind. I have, uh, I have chests that need to be delivered, but uh, I don't want to send my people. Because I have heard you have, uh, you have skills. Um, not best skills, but skills I don't have. And I cannot wait any longer. So, what I need you to do is deliver my packages, then come back with receipt, because I am legitimate businessman. And then I say, wink. (laughs) As you wink at him, he glances over you and just, just, you can see in his eyes, he's like, not even going to (laughs) dignify that with a response. And once delivered back to me a receipt, all debts forgiven, and you are welcome back in Port Oroch anytime again. What's in the packages? Goods. And we're not getting what paid. nature? The fact that I'm not killing you is payment, yes? I feel fair trade. I want to do it. Or See, you. this one is made of sense. But she's like blinking at him like, <laughs> I'll do of anything course. you are. We still, need, <laughs> we still need to know what's in those packages. Eels, carpets and swords. I've got an idea. Okay. Why don't you show me your package and I'll show you mine. <laughs> oh my God, Tommy. <laughs> oh. He looks at you and he says, if package by package you mean material... <laughs> Great. If by package you mean any like gestures to you with his hand, he's like, I'm afraid I am spoken for. She's a very lucky woman, I'm sure. Is she a woman? 
Yes, package. <laughs> blink, blink. Needs to be taken by sea. And that is why I need you, because magic users in town, not so. Well, when your main temple is Lena, uh, le- less focus on magic, more focus on muscles. So we're looking for magic users. Um, as I can see, you and you seem okay. <laughs> and then he points at Tommy and Oriel. And he's Oriel's like, heart starts beating really fast. <laughs> and then he points at Rain and Zent and he's like, and you help protect them well, you know, in case anything goes wrong. What could go wrong? Have you not? Uh, okay. All right. We do this this way. There, there may have been attacks on previous ships, uh, shipments. Is from a rival town who also wants to ship. Um, attacks might have come from, uh, how do you say, uh, how do you say, human bird claw. Yeah. Translate badly in, in, um, Bird club human people with wings. Sounds fascinating. Yes, can be. Also, sometimes too beautiful, and then people listen and get confused and Okay, die. we're in. <laughs> <laughs> Details. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> feel like you have problem in party. Maybe... Maybe you should travel with... And he looks at you, Rain, and he says, Are you cleric? Yeah, I guess. Wait, no. You're you? a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, but different. Of sorts. Okay. Um, just saying for future reference, and he looks at you, Rain, he says, Perhaps someone who understands vows of... Of um, how you say, ch- uh, chastity is is good for this group. Yes, yes. Zentalar pretends he doesn't know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> so he just looks, and then the, he or looks like you. snorts really loud and is like, just pretends like she didn't snort. He um. He looks at Zant, he looks confused, he goes, I can explain, it means no poke, yes? <laughs> I'm still going to, like, pretend that it's going completely over my head. You know, like, I think, I think we, we're all happy, are we all happy? I think we're all happy. Uh, where's the boat? Can we go now? Can we? Sort of? Are you are ready to defend? You are I've always wanted good? to go on a boat. Yes, I like water. Um, okay. Everyone is ready. Yes. Also, I'm not such a fan of your business compatriots. So, before I do anything rash, I would like to leave. Okay. No, no. Yeah. We want food first. I have ham. I'm fine. She and he looks at you and he goes, "Yes, you do have a very big ham. Don't it's touch like, the ham." <laughs> and she like holds her backpack very tight. Is that for eating or for keeping or it's not for you? I'm just going to say, <coughs> Vladislav. <coughs> ah, okay. All right. I show you a product. You go. I give you a ship. You go. Okay. You come back. 
Ok. Uh-huh. You not die with a receipt. Uh, okay. With receipt. <laughs> Good deal. Ok. Here Are you going go. to feed us? Darby. Yes, they Darby is hungry. Darby is starving. Uh, Darby is thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, there will be food. I do would like you to return. So, um, yes, there will be food on ship. And he looks at a couple of the guards and he nods and he uh, sends gestures that they st- begin to leave. Uh, rain stops. <laughs> like, hold on. There is going to be someone like driving this ship in it. Yes, there will be okay. captain. I just needed to make sure. <laughs> He's not a halfling, is he? No. Okay, good. Now we're fine. He's my son. And Dobby's also getting very excited. <laughs> Your son. How old is he? Zantelaren goes, dang. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay. <laughs> he must be hot. Why do you want to know? Well, if I can have you, your son will do. Okay. New captain. He's no longer my son. No, just ignore Darby. He's just... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's just and playing. He like walks very seductively away and then he hair flips back and he looks at you. He's, he's just like, too fabulous for his own back for you. And then he winks and then he walks away. You see the the human whisper to the closest guard to him. And then he says, this is Lorian. He will be your captain. This is not my son because of um, reasons. (laughs) Well, problems with chastity. Indeed. I see you understand no pop concept. (laughs) I'm happy for you. Let us head on down to um, bottom f- holding place. What is... Uh, Duck. Duck? Pierre? No. Port? No. Underground. Hangman? Oh. No. It's called a hold. No. Dungeon. No. Storage room. Yes, that one. <laughs> we take you to downstairs storage room. Show you a product. Yes. Okay. He's, he gets up. And when, you, when he stands, he's quite tall for a human. And he walks to one of the walls and he, he presses on just behind a painting and the painting swings forward and reveals a doorway. Fascinating. He starts leading down. A couple of guards follow him and then the others stand up and all look at you, awaiting you to follow as well. Darby follows. <laughs> Follow Darby. Yeah, I'm waiting for Oriel to go. Orioles following like a puppy. <laughs> and then all those other guards also follow you down. Um, as you go down, it's just a, it's quite a dank staircase. It's obviously not used that much. And um, it's dark, but there's some sconces on the walls. And as you get to the bottom, there are four chests um, in, in a room. The room's not extremely large. There's a sconce, sconces on each of the four walls. And there's in those four chests, it appears to be carpets and uh, various swords that are sheathed. The, the carpets don't look particularly expensive or particularly beautiful. Uh, also, the, sh- the swords look kind of used, a little bit battered possibly. Um, nothing really looks really amazing mm-hmm. in the... Um, 
And all the guards, however, when they open the chest to show you all stand um, with their bodies behind the lid. So they lift the lid from behind. So they don't stand in front of the chest. Can I take a closer look? Uh, you can. 13. I mean, as you look closer, they seem totally unremarkable. I mean, it's like anything you could have bought. You could have bought it here. Um, it's the carpets. They they don't look like they've ever been used, but they their pattern isn't especially special. Their weave isn't really great. You you don't know. You haven't touched it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, the swords they're in very plain uh, sheaths in very plain scabbards, so black scabbards. The handles don't look ornate. Uh, they appear to be just made of silver, with a brown leather wrap around each of them. Uh, each chest probably compla- contains what you'd imagine about four carpets and three swords each. And, yeah, they just look very average. Can Darby see if there's if anything looks like it's out of the ordinary? Um, like if something, I don't know, like if something else is sticking out of it or... Uh, you would have to dig through the chest because from what you can see, there's only the swords and the carpets. Unless okay. you... Um, are you just looking for something? Yeah, just something out of the ordinary. Or, or are you looking for something magical? Something magical. Okay, roll uh, Arcana for me. Nine. I mean, there's there's been tales of magic swords and magic carpets, but you imagine if they were magical, they'd look a flipping lot better than these. Can Oriel look to see if there's any, like, cloaking or transmutation magic? Cool. Roll Arcana for me. 16. You you think perhaps something might be cloaking energy signatures from them, but they are swords and carpets. Okay. Um, can Rain, um, she just wants to... Like using her foot, kind of tap the bottom of the chest to see if there's like hollow space. Uh, as you give it a slight uh, kick, it gives a thud of a filled chest. I mean, the chests aren't that large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My lord, are you perchance using us to lure these uh, bird creatures out? That was not planned, but actually, very good idea. I can add that to part of plan as well. I can say, bring receipt and heads of creatures. We want to do that? Because you're not no, exactly like trading this. quality ways. That is very offensive. I am very good businessman. Just because it doesn't seem valuable to you does not mean not valuable to somebody else. Yes? Totally. Yes. So you want me to add heads of beings onto lists and then I give you something in exchange? You can get the heads yourself. Darby says to him... Wait, what if he pays us? (laughs) Darby says to him, well, since you have nothing to hide, um, he like bends down and he wants to take everything out of the chest to see what's at the bottom bottom. Uh, Cool, do it. Darby, why are you being so nosy? Because I want to see what we're transporting. Why is it like this? Ten. <laughs> Ten. As you, as you lift it, you realize the carpets are actually really, really heavy. 
and the sword is heavier than it looks, but you manage to get them out the chest and there's nothing but, and there is about four carpets and three swords in the chest you, you unpacked. I knew I could trust you all along. And then he puts everything back. They're, they're quite heavy, though. They're very heavy. Okay, so you have seen what you're transporting. You know what you're getting. Okay, I tell you who you fetch from, yes? Mm-hmm. Captain Lorian will go with you. And he will take you to um, town. He will take you to a, another port. If they call themselves... Port of the Stars is not a stupid name. <laughs> or so it'll get stupid. like stars in her eyes. <laughs> She's excited. <laughs> and they will, there you will meet Lord of Vector. Do not be swayed by her negotiating skills. What's her name? <sighs> Lady Starla. Yes, it's not actual name. I think it's name she used. It's not real name, probably. What does she look like? I don't know. I have only chatted through um, how you say letters. <laughs> WhatsApp. <laughs> WhatsApp. Same WhatsApp group. Slapping in the DMs. <laughs> we have uh, a group chat. <laughs> how much? I have lame named town. <laughs> How much do you want to be selling these wares for? Oh, Just no. so we're not tempted by any negotiating skills. Oh, no. It's already been paid for. Oh, okay. Just delivering the oh. receipt. Which is why I need you to deliver because previous crews have not delivered. Because of the bird people. Yes. But the captain came back with goods. So captain's good. Okay. Okay. All right, let's go then. All right, you guys are ready? And he looks at you and he looks at your weapons and he's, he says, I, I told you about bird people, yes? I'm going to smile, my most dashing smile. Um, these bird people, you say they fly? He's implied by bird, but yes. <laughs> it's not penguin. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not ostrich. <laughs> he's not chicken. <laughs> Look, I am only saying what the captain tells me. Captain, not see too much because uh, how you say, what is boat version of running away? What? What is boat version of running away? Hiding <laughs> under the deck. And then, and then you hear the, the gentleman who he pointed out to you would be the captain. Um, and he says, I believe it is called uh, adequately fleeing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I like him. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes. Adequately. And then he puts inverted commas, brackets with his fingers, fleeing. Okay. Um, these bird people, would you then happen to have... Um, Something How to I, kill them. Out of game question. What's the name of that uh, bow and arrow? <laughs> you mean a harpoon? A crossbow. A crossbow. Don't you have one? I, I have a crossbow. Yeah, Are you efficient God, in a Dobby, crossbow? you've never used that crossbow. No. Because I got fireballs. I mean, look, Who knows? just because you're not proficient in it doesn't mean you can't, like, he won't know that you're I'm not proficient. I'm a soldier. I'll figure it out. Don't you want a sea version, like a harpoon? 
drag them down. Yeah. That's that's a thing with a rope. Yes, why would I want to bring them onto the thing? We're not bringing it. Because okay, I want sorry. a friend. Like God, why are you even asking this question? Right, as a question, is this, is this being said? Yes. Have you ask for a crossbow and then we're discussing the, the harpoon situation. Okay, never mind. Is the harpoon discussion happening in real life? Yeah. In, yes. in game? Oh, okay. in, in game. Harpoon. Yes. Okay, I'll, fine. I'll just, but who's going to put a hole in my javelin? To Dude, put the you don't need to put... Just... just Okay, okay. Okay, I give you um I give you extra weapons, um, but to answer that one's question, and he points to Dobby, he says, uh am I giving you something to kill him? Yes, you magic. Yes, you pew pew into sky. I love Can Oriel go pew pew but like by mistake actually sets off like a ray of frost, but it like aimed at the ceiling. Uh, yes, roll <laughs> roll to attack me. <laughs> Her finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's that's wild magic. And then, um, what's nineteen plus seven? Twenty six. Twenty six. Die, cool. young girl. Oh, damage. <laughs> oh no. Seven. Seven. As you do, pew pew, uh, little sparks of frost get shot into the into the air, and because the room was quite. Um, isn't opened often and was quite damp. Uh, it appears to crystallize quite a, a largish chunk on the roof. Um, the man looks up at the top and he says, don't worry, I added to your bill, yes? Bill? I thought we were doing a favor. I thought we were getting paid. I think you are very confused as to how this I works. think we should go. And then she like tries to like give him some money for the damage. <laughs> as he holds out some money, he holds out his hand and he look looks at the money and he goes, Um Okay. And he takes it. <laughs> I'm gonna smack it upside the head. And he puts Ow. it in a in, in a pocket. Uh he says, Okay, so you want harpoon? I I get you harpoon. You want uh, crossbow? I get you crossbow. You want food? Food will be on ship. And some throwing daggers. Throwing daggers. How Lots far you throw? I just wink at him. <laughs> okay, throwing daggers. <laughs> and is that sort of everything from everyone? Oh, this I need one more thing. Yes. Don't this say your number. Very slowly. <laughs> Two minutes alone with you. Oh, God. I give up. And then he turns to you. As he does so, it appears almost as if the ray of frost from above um, has created this beautiful blue sheen, which he manages to stand directly underneath. <laughs> and he just gently brushes his hair from the side of his face. And he turns to you and he says, you do not even know my name. And yet you would like special long time with me. Come back and we will see what favors I return for favors. And then he does a really slow wink at you. And he turns back. He goes, right, we go now, yes? When I grow up, I'm going to be like you. (laughs) Dobby looks at Zantelier and he's like, you could never be like him. <laughs> and we're going. And Aurea like pushes everyone out the door. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. <laughs>
<laughs> we hope you've had a wonderful time. As always, my players make my games amazing and you just bring everything to life. So thank you. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had a great time. Remember to share it with your friends, foes, family, and familiars. And to rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps and on the ones you don't like. Just on all the apps. Tell everybody we're amazing. And... As always, a big thank you to Veed, who makes the beautiful music that plays in the episode, as well as to Tristan and Wednesday, who are sound engineers extraordinaire, and to all my players who do make this a magical, wonderful experience. And I look forward to it every, every, every week. And to you, if you'd like to find us on the social medias, you can find us at dumdumdiepod, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or... And on our email at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. I lied on the socials. It's just dumdumdie. Because, you know, I'm tricking you. I'm checking if you're listening to the end of this part, this podcast, or if you haven't <laughs> lived. Part. <laughs> it's part. <laughs> Other than that, have a most amazing week filled with adventure. Thank you for listening. Still be oh, my damage. Okay. This, radio silence. <laughs> this radio silence. This radio silence.